This is PhotoBizX, episode number 366, and today we have returning guest Sean LeBlanc, who dropped the bombshell in his last interview when he said, my average upsell for wedding album pages after every wedding is (laughs) $2,800. We went on to discuss family portrait photography, but I had to get him back for this interview to talk about how he makes these upsells. That's what we're covering today. Are you planning to have a successful wedding and portrait photography business? Join Andrew as he interviews successful photographers and business experts to fast track your success. Welcome to the Photo Biz Exposed podcast with your host, Andrew Helmich. Hey, it's Andrew Helmich here from Impact Images, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. It is rare to get a guest back on the show after such a short amount of time. Sean was last interviewed for episode 358 of the podcast, and the reason I've rushed this interview forward or pushed it forward is because during this interview that you're about to hear, Sean mentioned that he will be teaching an online masterclass in person on exactly the kind of things we cover in today's interview, but in even more detail if you can get on to that training. I'll have details about that after the interview, but if you do want to check it out, it's photobizx.com forward slash Sean LeBlanc, and you can find out the details about the training, which is happening next week as this interview goes live. One more quick thing. If you're listening to the intro for this show and thinking, oh man, I'm not a wedding photographer. (laughs) This one isn't for me. Well, I've got to say, I think it's going to be worth sticking around no matter what genre you shoot, because the approach that Sean takes when it comes to upselling after the sessions, I'm pretty sure you could apply it to any genre you shoot, because everything he does is building to a premiere where he unveils the album design. I know you could do the same thing with wall art presentations, with album designs for your portrait photography, your pet photography, and even if you simply take away Sean's approach to language and the way he talks about his products and the potential to purchase more after the session, you will be well in front of most photographers who aren't doing what he's teaching and doing himself and having huge success with. Alrighty, let's get on with the rest of the podcast. And if you missed last week's episode, it was another, well, (laughs) I was going to say another boudoir photographer in Jen Bruno-Smith. And I say another boudoir photographer because the week before I interviewed Umberto Garcia, and although he isn't a boudoir photographer, it was his feeling that boudoir photography is where it's at for generating a fantastic income. And I think that same feeling was coming across to you as well. Well, that was the impression I'm getting because I saw the very first comment after I posted about Jen Bruno Smith's interview was from Eloise Giardina. And she says, I'm starting to think I should become a boudoir photographer. (laughs) So yeah, you're not the only one if you were thinking the same thing. All that to say, if you haven't heard the interview with Jen Bruno Smith last week, you'll get a ton from what she has to share. And I think Kathy Schneider from Switzerland sums things up perfectly when she says in her comments, thank you, Andrew and Jen. Wow, this interview has blown my mind. What an amazing success story. 
There are so many things to take away, too many to list, just amazing. To mention just one, I love the email automation process, which I have been meaning to set up for ages and which has hopefully given me the kick up the <laughs> to get started. I'm off to listen again right now. So yeah, if you haven't heard that interview with Jen, get back and have a listen. I think it'll blow you away. And you don't have to be a boudoir photographer to get a ton of takeaways. You're listening to the number one photography business podcast with Andrew Helmich, photobizx.com. Alrighty, we're going to jump into this interview with Sean LeBlanc in just a second. If you are hearing this announcement, it does mean you are going to be missing out on a chunk of the second half of this interview. I do save that for premium members only. And when we go into more detail, and I like to think we get the really juicy stuff because I need something special. I want to save something special for premium members. So if you are loving what you hear from Sean in the first half and you'd like to hear the full interview, head over to photobizx.com forward slash try. And for $1, you can access a 30-day trial premium membership. You can hear the full interview with Sean today, plus you can get access to the full back catalog. And there's so many other things that go along with your membership. One of those is discounts and promo codes for so many things that podcast guests mention or talk about in their interviews. I seek out and aim to get discounts and special prices for my members, and I list all of those inside the premium members resource area. In fact, you'll hear Sean talking about his webinar, which is coming up next week. There is a cost associated with that masterclass training, but premium members will save an extra $50 on that training, which is awesome. So if you do sign up for a dollar, you love what Sean has to share in the full interview, and you want to go on to do his training on how to generate the kind of upsells that he's getting from his wedding photography clients, then with that premium membership, with that $1 trial, you can also sign up and save $50 on Sean's webinar if you feel it's a good fit for you. Like I said, so many good things that come along with the premium membership. Photobizx.com forward slash try if you want to check that out. Welcome to another great eye for business. It's time for Andrew's special guest. Today's guest was recently interviewed for episode 358 of the podcast, and it's rare to get someone back for a follow-up so quickly, but there's a good reason. He's a wedding and family portrait photographer based in Alberta, Canada, and in his last interview, I raved about the quality of his work for someone so new to photography, and really, his work is fantastic. And I was basing my views on mostly his wedding photography, then in the interview, we talked almost exclusively about his growing family portrait photography business and how he's booking these incredible clients from expos. But he said something, though, that had me chasing him up for this interview. And I can't remember if it was in the recording, but I made a note of it and I circled it in my notebook and it said $2,500 average upgrade. And he was referring to upselling album pages after photographing his weddings. So that's a $2,500 average upsell. I'm talking about Sean LeBlanc, the engineer turned photographer, and I'm wrapped to have him back with us so soon to learn more. Sean, welcome back. Hey, I'm wrapped to be here, Andrew. <laughs> Great to talk to you again. <laughs> I have listeners making fun of me for using the word wrapped. Is that a common word in Canada? <laughs> no, not really, but... Uh... I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> well, I, I am wrapped to have you back. And it's funny because 
you know, like I said, to me, you're well known for your wedding photography, but we talked all about portraits. And is that right? You have a $2,500 average upsell over and above what people pay for their wedding photography. Yeah, that's right. It's actually a little bit higher than that. So I went back and looked at 2019 before our interview today, and it was actually 2900 And so, <laughs> as I mentioned on the last podcast, I don't photograph a lot of weddings anymore. I only do about 10 a year. And so last year, I only did nine weddings. And yeah, it was a 2900 upgrade average for albums. Right. Are your couples, are they prepared for that? you know, when they come back from the wedding, you know, to spend an extra $3,000 or is it a surprise for them? No, no. And that's the big part of it. So making sure that you're talking about this beautiful, perfect wedding album that you're going to create from the initial inquiry. So even when they reach out to me, I am picking up the phone, giving them a call, building rapport, you know, speaking with them and also sort of planting the seed that what we're going to end up creating is this perfect album that they're going to view shortly after their wedding day. Right. So do any couples, do they say things like, well, we're only really interested in the digital files. We weren't really thinking about an album. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what I do, yeah, I mean, it, it does come up, you know, I think with weddings, digital files or digital photographs is a big part of that. So my collections do include digitals. But all of my communication and everything I talk about is creating a perfect album. And I also ask them, you know, after your wedding day, when you have all of these beautiful photographs that I'm going to capture for you, what would you love to do with them? And, you know, 90% of them will say, well, I'd love to create an album, a wedding album. And so really, I'm letting them tell me you know, what they would love to do with their photographs. And so they're already starting to think about it. Right. So you mentioned your packages. Does every one of your packages include an album? Yes. Yes. All my full day, and I call them collections. So collections and, you know, the words you use and again, how you communicate is important, right? Because a collection will grow, whereas often a package is more inclusive. So all of my full day wedding collections do include a starter album. So something to start with. So how many sides are included in those starting collections as far as the albums are concerned? Yep. So that would be 20 sides. Okay. And just so we're clear, because I mean, so many photographers use different terminology. Is a side, is that different to a spread? Is a spread two sides? Yeah. Great question. So the way I think about it, you know, there's, you can have a page, you can have a spread or you can have a side. And so a page, you know, almost has two sides to it, right? You kind of flip through the pages. A spread is, you know, both sides of the page as you open it. But a side, you know, again, is just one side of the page. So, you know, rather than saying pages, I also find that, you know, calling it a side is, you know, even a little bit more luxurious. But, you know, once I kind of explain it to my couples that, a full spread has two sides. They kind of get it that way. Okay. Sorry, Andrew, I didn't really explain that well. Does that make sense? No, that's perfect. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Because I do exactly the same thing as you. So I sell on sides. Oh, okay. And to me, a spread is yeah. two sides or a page has two sides. So I'm the same as you. So you're including a 20-sided album, which is basically 10 pages or 10 leaves in the album. 
That's right. Yep. Okay. So when does your client get the first inkling that they might be adding more size to that album afterwards? Right from the first conversation we have. So as soon as I get an inquiry, as I mentioned before, I am getting on the phone or getting them on the phone as soon as possible. So I will give them a call, you know, within 15 minutes if I'm getting an inquiry, just to show that, you know, when they work with our studio, it's five-star service and we're going to be there to provide the most amazing experience. And so I'm calling them right away and I'm taking them through a series of questions just to find out more about them. I don't talk a lot about their wedding initially during that conversation, just because you know, at that point, they've met with so many vendors that they're probably tired of talking about their schedule and, you know, all of these details. And really, I just want to talk to them to learn more about what they're enjoying most when it comes to planning their wedding, what they love most about their fiance, and eventually getting to a point where I can quote them for one of my collections. And it's at that point where I will talk about what's included. So, One of those things being the first 20 sides in your wedding album. But the other thing I talk about is the premiere. So their perfect wedding album premiere that I'm going to unveil to them as close to their wedding date as possible. And it's at that time where I'm going to premiere the perfect wedding album to them. And I say, you know, really it's up to me to not only meet your expectations, but exceed them and completely blow you away with this beautiful wedding album that I create for you. And it's really up to you and your fiance to resist having everything in your album. (laughs) So are you laughing when you say that? Well, they start laughing. (laughs) So I end up, I laugh as well, but you know, that's something I learned from Jerry Guionis. And I thought it was just a brilliant way to say, you know, I'm just going to, again, exceed all your expectations. You're going to absolutely love what we're going to create together. And it's up to you to resist having everything that I present to you. So, you know, again, going back to communication, it's important. And so now they know that they're going to want more once they see everything come together. Yeah. So this conversation, this this early conversation is this usually with the bride only or is this a a three-way conversation you're including the groom as well yeah so it's typically with the bride and sometimes the groom as well but what i'll do is i always make sure that i quote them and tell them what the next steps are and so the next steps would be to either have her and her fiance come into my studio or set up a zoom interview because I have a lot of clients that are based down in the US. And so we set up a video Zoom call. And that's really the next step where it becomes an interview, not a meeting where I'm doing everything I can to book them. It's more, you know, are they the right client for my studio? And am I the right studio for them? And so we'll set up that meeting and go from there. And so it's important to have that next step because you want to be involving their partner as early on in the process because they are a decision maker. And so you want to have that opportunity to really showcase the experience that your studio can provide and also make sure they understand, you know, how your collections work and how the whole experience will unfold. Right. So when you've had that little joke, 
you know, about wowing her with the photos and making it difficult for her to choose. So at this point here, the groom-to-be may not have an inkling or may not even know that he might be spending more, but he finds out about that on that next call. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And do you get any pushback at that point from, you know, I'm guessing it's mainly the guys? No, no, not really. I mean, it's, uh, I'm not hiding anything. I mean, I really want to find out if we're going to be a good fit. And I, I'm very enthusiastic. Of course, I'm very passionate about what I do. And that passion comes through in my language, in my excitement. And, you know, the bride or the groom that I'm speaking with on the phone can hear that excitement. And so often it will lead to either that wedding interview at my studio or on Zoom. Sometimes when I do quote them, uh, they'll go, whoa, you know, that's well out of our budget. And But that's also a good thing, right? Because I don't want to, um, I want to set expectations so that, you know, when I start at 4,500, they're not coming into my studio expecting to only spend a thousand dollars kind of thing. So it's all about setting those expectations. So that 4,500, is that your middle package, middle collection? No, that would be the, what I start at. I actually just bumped it up to 4,800 for 2020. Fantastic. So 4,800, is that figure, is that shared with the bride on that initial call or is that only shared when you have both the couple on the call? No, I'll share that on the initial call. But that's if what we've talked about on the phone is right for her. So if she's saying, we'd love to have you there for the whole weekend. You know, we want to have full day coverage on our wedding day where I'm there, you know, 14 hours. That won't be 4,800, right? So what I do is I'll quote them, you know, the proper collection that I feel is, is right for them. So often that's my middle collection here, which would be 5,700. Right. So let's say that she's happy with that. That was within her budget. She's expecting to spend that. Then when you get both the couple on the next call and you're doing the interview type call, trying to work out if you're a good fit and you're discussing the album at that point, do you talk about the cost or the potential cost of the upgraded album? Yeah, that's a great question. So I talk about the upgraded album. So what I do is I keep everything as simple as possible. So I have a smaller bass album and I have a signature upgraded album. So only two options. And what I'll do at that interview is really talk about that upgraded album. But more importantly, I talk about the wedding story that will be part of that wedding album, you know, and not necessarily all of the fine features of the album. I mean, they can see that for themselves. It's more about capturing the perfect story for them and telling that perfect story in their album and how that whole premiere experience will unfold shortly after their wedding day and they'll be able to see everything come together. Right. So I understand this process. You've got this large album and you're on a Zoom call with the couple. You feel like they're a great fit for you. You feel like you're a good fit for them. Are you actually taking them page by page through someone else's album, through your demo album? In the studio, yes. So when they come into my studio, I will place an album in their lap so they can touch and feel it. And, you know, I also make a note of how slowly they turn the pages or I'm sorry, the sides or the pages, I guess, because often that'll indicate what sort of value they put into having an album. You know, if you get someone that 
just kind of flips through it and, and doesn't take the time to really look at everything. More often than not, we don't end up being a great fit. Whereas someone that, you know, slowly turns the pages and touches and feels everything and is making comments along the way ends up being an amazing client. So it's, uh, I've kind of learned that early on. And so for Zoom, I will just show them the album. And on my website, I actually have some designs already on there. So they can flip through those on my website. Right. Okay. And then does the topic of cost come up during that call? You know, not, not specifically. I mean, I, I always bring it back to, you know, again, leaving it up to them to decide what they would love to have at that premiere. And it's all in my collection design that I end up sending to them. But I don't get into specifics. You know, I don't say a 50-page or 50-sided upgraded album is 3500 I don't give numbers like that. I always want to use language that says, you know, that leaves the opportunity to grow, right? So because really, I don't know if a 50-sided album is right for them at that time. It's only until I photograph their wedding and see you know, all of these amazing stories unfold and actually put the final design together that all have a size of album to recommend for them. Got it, got it. So if we fast forward to the actual wedding day mm-hmm. or let's, let's go to the wedding day, are you dropping little hints like, wow, like this is the most incredible day. I don't know how we're going to fit these into your album. This album's going to be a hundred sides. Are you saying things like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. I mean, you can, but I think it's, uh, I do a lot of work before the wedding day, a lot of touch points and a lot of communication. And so they know. And, but I guess one thing I do is at the end of their wedding, you know, I'll, I'll say, I'm really excited to see you for your wedding album premiere. You guys are going to absolutely love it. It's going to be amazing. And so, you know, right at the end, the last time they're seeing me on their wedding day, um, that's what they're hearing. Right. So the premiere, that's the one thing that you seem to be building up the whole way along. That's the big moment, is it? That's the big reveal. That is the big reveal. Yeah. And I've had a lot of great success at the premiere where I'm presenting, you know, the perfect album. And a lot of my clients are just buying it as is. So, you know, those nine weddings I had in 2019, five of the couples just bought the album as is. And the other four couples ended up just making, you know, a few little changes here and there, but overall really loved how I I put the design together. So they're seeing their beautiful wedding album, not making very many changes, and then paying at the end of the premiere. So I'm literally swiping their credit card and ordering their album for them. So, you know, I think that's something that's quite different, something that's definitely appealing for wedding photographers. Because I know sometimes you can run into the issue where, you know, you end up going back and forth, which what seems like forever, and you don't really know how to tell them how much things are. And so it just takes a long time. But again, I've had great success with clients just buying this album design that I put together for them and absolutely loving the experience and being so excited to get their album. Ah, that sounds amazing. You said earlier, Sean, that you're, or we said that you're in Canada, but a lot of your clients are in the US. Yep. So when you do this 
premiere, does that have to be in person or does that happen via Zoom as well? Yeah, you can definitely do it through Zoom. You know, I prefer to do in-person sales in person. So certainly if there's an opportunity to do that, I will. A lot of my US clients, they do have family in Calgary. So they do come up again. But if that's not possible, then we will do it over Zoom. But again, I prefer to do it in person where they can really take in the full experience. You know, often the analogy I give is you can tell someone what Paris is like, but it's very different to actually standing in the streets of Paris and you know seeing the sights and the smells and seeing the Eiffel Tower for yourself. And so having someone come into my studio, sit down on the couch and have the lights dim, low, soft music, have this giant 150-inch screen come down from the ceiling and see their wedding photographs for the first time. It's just all part of the experience and really helps with you know them absolutely loving, loving everything. But again, you can still do that on Zoom. It's just an overall better experience when they can come in and go through all of that. For sure. Would you ever fly or drive to the clients and do the sales session with them in person? I have done that. I did that a couple of times a couple of years ago, but I just found that if we can't get together in my studios, Zoom works really well. You know, you just, you kind of have to set the, or set up them so that they're really excited for that premiere. And again, that goes back to proper communication beforehand. And, you know, even when you set up that Zoom call, you know, making it in the evening, making sure they have a nice bottle of wine you know, they've got their computer set up. It's a cozy environment. And so you're kind of setting the scene, even though they're in their own home. So, you know, doing all that groundwork beforehand. Love that. Love it. I want to dive into your design and sales process in a second, but let me just take you back to the wedding day. Seeing that you know what your average upgrade is, are you shooting any differently at the wedding day for the album? Absolutely. Yeah. So, I photograph weddings very differently now than when I did uh, a few years ago. You know, back in the day, I was just, you know, going for the epic portraits and, you know, all of that. And now I'm kind of visualizing what spreads can look like as I'm photographing on their wedding day. And so capturing details is very important. You know, so I'll spend a lot of time capturing details at the venue. You know, certainly if, if there's heirlooms or if there's, you know, anything that, that the bride has been given that's very special to her, making sure I'm capturing that. So again, going back to doing all that work before their wedding day and really understanding what's important to your clients so you can properly photograph for that on their wedding day is very important. And then as I'm designing those, their perfect album, you know, including all of those, those different detailed photographs as part of their wedding story, you know, because it's, when you think about it, it's when a bride sees something that's been handed down for generations and you know you took the time to properly photograph that and make that part of the beautiful story within that spread i mean how do you take that out yeah how do you take that photograph out right so it's it's all about knowing what your clients will love to have in their album and then then putting that together yeah i totally agree with you so i'd love to know when you're picturing the layouts of the album, let's say the details, for example, let's say there's, I don't know, a dozen detail shots that you want to get. 
are you already picturing that they're going to be square format, landscape format, or portrait format in the album? Are you going that far with your thinking ahead? <laughs> that would be awesome, but no, no, it's just, uh, you know, on, on a wedding day, there's so much going on and you're usually pressed for time. So I'm just capturing as many things as I can. I'm not spraying and praying, you know, shooting tons of photographs. I'm shooting intentionally. And when I am shooting, I, I'm, you know, making sure that I'm nailing the focus and everything like that so that I can use those photographs. But there are a few photographs that I know will work really well as full spreads. So, you know, like the hero shots or the, the epic creative portraits, which is something I absolutely love to do. I'll make sure I get a few of those and make those full spreads within the album. Right. So for those images, those hero images, are you using, you know, supplementary lighting, off-camera flash, or is it it's just more about light and framing up for an epic shot and location? Yeah, you know, when, when a lot of clients inquire uh, with my studio, they're seeing those epic creative portraits where I'm on one side of the mountain and they're on the other. And just bringing in those environmental aspects of, you know, where they got married. And so I'm making sure that I'm capturing, I guess, those signature shots or those, you know, shots that attracted them into my studio in the first place. And, you know, sometimes they're just using a wider angle to bring in the rolling mountains in the background, but being careful to place them on a clean background, creatively framing them you know, looking for those triangles and really coming up with a beautiful creative portrait. But, you know, other times you're in the reception venue and you need to use off-camera flash. So, you know, bringing all those aspects in as well, which is something I love to do too. So, but I know that those photographs will work really well as a full page spread. And also I know that was something that initially attracted them to reach out to my studio. So I'm definitely making a point of capturing those uh, for them. And they also work really well as wall art as well. So it's it's definitely an important part of the day. Right. In my experience, when you have those hero shots, it's they're easy upsells too because they look fantastic on the spread. And they're hard to take out. So people want them. So are you trying to or are you aiming to get a hero shot at the bridal prep, you know, at the ceremony, at the location shoot? at the reception or after the reception, are you trying to look for multiple hero shots throughout the day to include those double page spreads? Absolutely. You know, (laughs) I make wedding days pretty hard on myself. I love to bring in off camera flash and shoot all these different angles while I'm capturing details and while I'm capturing what's important to them. Because, you know, with my studio, I'm also marketing to photographers. So I do workshops, you know, I'm quite active on social media and I work with a lot of photographers. So I want to be increasing my portfolio with a lot of those creative shots as well, in addition to working with my wonderful clients. So I work really hard on the wedding day and and definitely probably make it more complicated than it needs to be. <laughs> well, talking about, I guess, making it hard or making it easier on yourself, do you have a go-to lens for your detail type shots? Yeah, so I use the, uh, I'm a, a big Nikon shooter. So I have the Nikon 105 macro that I'll use for details. I also use the 58 quite often. So I shoot mostly prime lenses. I really love prime lenses because they really force you to think about composition 
and they're a little bit smaller than zoom lenses and they're also incredibly sharp so i'll shoot primarily with with prime lenses on two cameras and my go-to focal ranges are you know an 85 mixed with a 35 and for those detail shots i'm often using the, the macro lens but also i mean when i say details i don't mean just close-up shots of the rings i'm talking about you know what flowers were outside of their venue what was it that made their venue unique you know what was it about this beautiful heirloom that she was given for her wedding day and just capturing that in a creative way to really shine in their album when they see it right that was going to be my next question because i'm looking through your site now and there's I don't see any ring shots, you know, there's not the little details that I think most photographers think of when you say details. I only show what I love to shoot on my website and on social media because that will ultimately attract the right client in the first place. You know, I I don't think you need to have details or if they want to see the details, I have those sample albums on my website for them to go through. But, you know, it's very important to have those as part of the final album that you present to them. But in terms of creating the ultimate portfolio for your website, I'm only showing what I absolutely love to capture on a wedding day. Got it. Got it. So let's fast forward to after the wedding day, you get back, you've had a day off, (laughs) you've had some time with the family and you sit down to design. Just talk me through that process. Is it straight into Lightroom or Photo Mechanic to do a cull? Um, so tell me about the album software and design software that you're using. Yeah, so I usually call it down to about 50 photographs per hour of coverage. So if that's a 10-hour wedding day, it's about 500 photographs. And I'm doing that all in Photo Mechanic. And then from there, I will import into Lightroom and make some light adjustments in there as well. And that's where I'll export all of the JPEGs into another folder and start the album design. And so I use Smart Albums and uh, Fundy as well for that. Premium members of PhotoBiz Exposed hear more of the best photography business strategies from every guest. So for the photographer, let's say they come and they learn from you. I think one of the biggest fears is that last conversation. That's going to be the hardest one. That's the one where they're going to feel, I don't want to feel, I don't want to say slimy, but feel nervous or anxious about having that conversation. Is that the kind of stuff you're going to help them get past? Or do you think they're still going to have to learn how to get past that themselves? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, it does take, you know, even if it doesn't go as well as planned that first time, you're still learning and you you again, build up that confidence. And, you know, when it does come to meeting with your next clients, when you do say that price or that investment, sorry, you know, they'll feed off that confidence and they know that it's right for them. So, and a lot of, a lot of what we go through are all the steps to get to that point, right? Because it's more than just talking about it on that initial call you know, doing a great job on the wedding day and setting up the premiere. There's all of these steps to kind of get to that point where you're ultimately sharing that investment with them. Mm -hmm. So the training that you're doing to help other photographers do what you're doing, is it better suited for a photographer that's already charging two, three, four, five thousand dollars, or is this going to work for a photographer? Let's say they're charging a thousand or two thousand dollars. Is it going to still work for them? 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'd say if you're a wedding photographer that may just offer digitals right now, and I've always wanted to offer an album, this would be, you know, a great thing to get into. Or even if you're, if you do already offer a wedding album, but you're tired of going back and forth and, you know, have no idea how to put a system in place to, or a process in place to stop doing all of these album changes. Or even if, you know, like you're talking about, Andrew, a seasoned veteran that wants to sharpen their skills and be in a position where you can take full payment for an album at the premiere. That's really what we go through. So I'd say it's for those three wedding photographers. Again, you know, those that want to offer an album, those that already offer an album, but have a hard time actually presenting it to their clients. And then finally, those that really just want to you know, take full payment and really boost their album sales. Nice. With the training, will you help the photographer with their pricing so they get in that right as well? Or is it more just about selling and they come up with their own pricing? Yeah. So I, I don't want to tell anyone specifically what to charge, but what I do offer is, you know, what to say on that initial conversation. So, you know, everything that I say on that initial inquiry call to how I design my wedding collections so that they're very, geared towards that premiere experience, but also including that album. So working to create wedding collections that are very easy to follow, you know, very simple to understand. And then all the steps I take to get to that point where I am quoting for a full album and exactly what to do afterwards. Got it. Got it. So first of all, how do we learn from you and what's the process? I'm guessing we're not flying to Canada at the moment (laughs) to come and learn in person as much as I would love to be doing that. I'm guessing this is an online thing that you're doing. Yeah. So I've set up a webinar that I have coming up on Wednesday, June 24th. So it'll start at 9am Mountain Standard Time. And it'll be about a five hour webinar. And I've broken it into two and a half hour segments with a break in between. Um, You know, we'll be going through a lot of information and I want to use that time to also make it as interactive as possible, you know, because I have, I'll basically be unveiling what has worked well for me, but realize that, you know, photographers have very different businesses than I do and would want to be, you know, learn more about what specifically they can be doing. So within that webinar is where we'll be going through all of that. Awesome. So this is all in one day. We can knock it over. All in one day. Yeah. Fantastic. And then, so during the webinar, I'm guessing then, like you said, it's interactive. So we can ask questions. We can get feedback on our specific circumstances on the day. That's right. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Where do we go (laughs) if we want to come and do it? Yeah. So I can send you the link, Andrew. It'll also be on my, my website. So you'll be able to find that there uh, as well as my Instagram. Probably the easiest thing for your listeners would be to go check it out on that link within the membership. Okay. So what I'll do, I'll add links to that in the show notes. I'll tell you what, to make it really easy, I'll set up a link once I have your link. And we'll just, let's say it's uh, photobizx.com forward slash Sean LeBlanc. So if you go to that that URL, okay. photobizx.com yeah. forward slash Sean LeBlanc. That'll relink to whatever URL that Sean gives me. Sure. So that's on the 24th of the 6th. 
Mountain Standard Time, 9 a.m., and that's a full day's training. And then what happens, is there anything that happens after that, Sean? Like if there's any follow-up questions or someone gets stuck with something afterwards, do they contact you? Oh, yeah. You know, I'm happy to help. You know, I want to see everyone succeed with this. So, you know, I'm happy to help. And if, you know, you do want to even go into more detail and, you know, talk about a few other things related to your photography, I do also mentor photographers as well. So, you know, that's something that that we could look at from there. But in terms of the webinar, I mean, I'm happy to help out and answer questions. Okay. So I'm guessing most people have most things covered on the day if it's a full day thing. That's right. Yeah. And if it goes a little bit longer than five hours, I mean, that's no problem. And I want to make sure that, you know, everyone is walking away with a great understanding of how I unveil this process and work this. And so we can make sure we cover all of that. Nice. So, Sean, I've got two more questions to ask you. One of them is the price, but I should say investment, shouldn't I? Not price. What's the investment? There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, the early bird investment up until June 19th will be 249 US. And then after that, it would be 299 US until we kick off on the 24th. Got it. So, 249 US for the early bird, 299 if people are a bit late to that. And I wanted to ask you, Sean, your presentation at your premiere sounds like next level out of this world with the massive TV screen, the whole setting with the lights and the music. Like, do we need to have that to successfully upsell album sides? No, it definitely helps. But, you know, you can do this, you know, even on your laptop. And of course, I'm doing it on Zoom, which is similar to doing it on your laptop. So the important parts are around the communication and really setting up this premiere for success with your clients so they know what to expect and what will unfold when you get together after their wedding day. Nice. That just leads me to one last question. When you're taking payment via Zoom, what do you do there in that case? Because it's not like swiping someone's credit card. Well, you can use Square. And so I've had clients just read off their visa number right over Zoom while I punch it into my Ah, iPhone. Nice. Easy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, so good, Sean. It's been fantastic, mate. I love the way you're doing this. And I love the fact that you can sell or upsell like this without it feeling sleazy or uncomfortable. And it's just like a a natural Mm. progression for you and the couple. So, mate, massive thanks for coming back on, saying yes to doing this, uh, this interview and sharing what you did, mate. Really do appreciate it. Thank you, Andrew. It was a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Sean LeBlanc as much as I did. Sean, if you're listening again, mate, thank you so much for sharing everything you did. I know you have plans, big plans to share all this and so much more in your upcoming webinar. So yeah, mate, again, thanks for thanks for being so open and answering my questions and giving away as much as you did. I really do appreciate it. And for you, the listener, I do hope you got as much as I did from what Sean talked about in today's episode. If you love the idea of generating great upsells after your sessions, then go and check out his webinar. You can find more details at photobizx.com forward slash Sean LeBlanc. And it's S-E-A-N-L-E-B-L-A-N-C, all one word, photobizx.com forward slash Sean LeBlanc. And I can say with hand on heart, if you are not generating upsells, selling extra album sides or pages after your weddings, then you are missing out on a huge amount of income. I, I would... I would say that without those album upsells after the wedding days, 
my photography business would never have been as successful as it was. And you've probably heard, well, you may have heard this story from me in the past, but I wasn't even aware that you could sell extra album sides after a wedding when I first started. It was only after becoming an AIPP member, going to a seminar, a workshop back in the day, over 20 years ago now, that I learned you could actually sell album pages after a wedding. My mind was blown. (laughs) And from the next wedding onwards, Linda and I went on to sell extra album sides to almost every single client. And it's the reason every single one of my wedding packages has albums included because it gives me the potential to upsell extra sides afterwards. In fact, I experimented, we experimented with taking albums out because I had this crazy idea, well, it seemed to make business sense at the time, that if I could reduce my costs of goods, which were the albums, which are expensive, then I would be making so much more profit. But what I realized was without the album being in the package or the collection to start with, I had no way to upsell afterwards because couples just weren't buying the albums if they weren't included in the package to start with. So we we almost went broke. like we, The business almost closed because we stopped including albums. It took away our ability to make extra and additional sales on top of the original booking, the wedding booking. Not only that, I also found that without having albums included, my brides weren't showing their family and friends their amazing albums, which is how I generated so many referral bookings as a wedding photographer. So for us, there were two huge positive impacts that albums played. They became our best referral tool, plus they gave us the ability to generate $1,000 plus from every couple after the wedding day. If you're not doing this, you absolutely need to be. And if you're not sure how to go about it, go and check out Sean's webinar because it could be the difference between having a successful business or having a business that, that falls in a heap. So again, if you want to check that out, photobizx.com forward slash Sean LeBlanc. And if you are a premium member, make sure you check out your version of the show notes and look out for an email from me because I'm going to share with you a way you can save some extra dollars on that webinar if you're interested in attending. Oh, and I almost forgot to mention, if you want to see examples of Sean's incredible work, or if you want to check out any of the links that I've mentioned or he mentioned in that interview, head over to the show notes, which this week are at photobizx.com forward slash 366. And if you have any follow-up questions for Sean, you can hit him up in the comments area at the bottom of those show notes. And of course, if you are a premium member, Sean is already a part of our members Facebook group, so you can hit him up with any extra questions you might have for him inside the group. I've got one big shout out for today's episode and I don't know who it's from. So if you are Lady Jazzy from the United States, you have to let me know who you are because I want to add a link using the anchor text that you're looking to rank for to help you with your SEO from the photobizx.com show notes for today's episode. So Lady Jazzy, if this is you, let me know so I can say a proper thanks. Lady Jazzy left a a lovely five-star rating and and a yeah, really lovely review inside uh, the Apple Podcasts. And she said, my favorite photography podcast is PhotoBizX. She says it's worth every penny. Andrew goes in-depth with all of his guests, 
making the information clear and actionable. I'm a premium member and I find the extra content as well as the great community online to be very helpful. I look forward to this podcast every week. Thank you so much, Lady Jazzy. Let me know who you are so I can say a proper thanks. Just two super quick announcements before we close out today's episode. The Evergreen Facebook Ads Funnel course is now available to you if you're interested in building an Evergreen Facebook Ad Funnel. (laughs) If you want to be seen and known as the go-to photographer in your local area, this is the Facebook Ad strategy for you. You can learn more at photobizx.com forward slash funnel. And lastly, if you are interested in getting involved in the next daily vlog challenge, which is kicking off June 29th, that's Monday, June 29th, head over to dailyvlogchallenge.com, get on the wait list. I'll keep you posted for when the spots open for registration. It'll be great to have you involved. So it's dailyvlogchallenge.com. Alrighty, that is it for this episode of the podcast. Hope you are safe, healthy, and well, and you are about to kick off and have an amazing week ahead. I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. If you have enjoyed this episode, head to photobizx.com. Join the conversation, leave a comment, and share your thoughts on the interview with Andrew and today's special guest. 